documentary has a great subject but very flawed delivery. Today I'm talking about Running with the Devil. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about running with the devil which is a decu- documentary that recently was featured on netflix about the uh de- recently departed john mcafee and uh if you know anything about john mcafee and his life outside of uh his uh namesake uh you know he is kind of a weirdo and uh a bit of a well He's a character, to say the least, uh, a criminal character. And this documentary is kind of trying to look uh, at his perspective in the kind of his final days. Uh, and I think it's just a perfect example of how to make a bad documentary. So without further ado, let's get started. As much as I like the surge in documentary films and series being made, they're an uh, odd bit of comfort watching in the background for me. An increase in almost any kind of content, especially nonfiction, means some crap is going to work its way through. And with documentaries, it's almost always for the same reason. The filmmakers don't ask enough questions or the right ones. Which brings us to Running with the Devil, a look at life on the run, on the on the run life of John McAfee before his passing. In 2021, John McAfee was found dead after completing suicide in Catalonia, Spain. For those who only knew McAfee from the antivirus product that bore his name, that was shocking. But for anyone who had been aware of McAfee's antics and legal troubles for the past few years, this felt like the tragic culmination of a downward downward spiral. So... McAfee is a great subject for a documentary. His larger-than-life persona, his wealth, and the hedonistic life he lived until his passing, as well as his legal troubles, are perfect for tabloid fodder and an easy avenue into bigger discussions about wealth and prestige, or even mental illness. So why does Running with the Devil ring hollow? Well, there's a few big reasons. First, we'll start with challenging narratives. Say you're making a film about a famous subject. Said subject is dead, but was known for making over-the-top claims about their accomplishments and legacy. The best avenue would be to collect evidence from both sides. Maybe you've got a family member who indicates how important this person was, before someone who knows the industry this person operated in explains how they puffed themselves up. Not only are you presenting a more even-hand view of the subject, but you're also constructing your own narrative about how this person likes to portray themselves. What's so frustrating about Running with the Devil is how much of the film consists of stories or secondhand stories that are not challenged or backed up by anybody else. For instance, when pondering whether McAfee was capable of murder, his biographer says that McAfee loosely admitted to killing his father when he was young. The biographer talked to someone else who said, who said John said the same thing, cue the creepy music. But no word from anyone who worked on the case or, or on the McAfee family. We're just taking it on the faith of maybe these two people. When, by all accounts, McAfee's father committed suicide, and perhaps the most interesting thing to be probe would be why McAfee would tell this story. Maybe he wants to feel like the, he beat the man who beat him. Maybe he doesn't want to admit how much like his father he is. There's so much that could have and should have been done that wasn't. And this gets especially egregious when the movie ends by indulging a conspiracy theory that McAfee isn't actually dead and faked his suicide. We also get into the the question of, what is this movie about? There's an understandable instinct in nonfiction filmmaking about a single person that you should let the individual's, individual's life speak for itself. 
but that is, one, rarely the case, and two, leaves out the filmmaker's role in the story. I'll take Ken Burns' recent film about Ernest Hemingway as an example, which, considering the image he presented to the world, is a similar figure to McAfee. On paper, the film is a straightforward telling of Hemingway's life, from his time as a young man, to his breakout as a novelist and writer, and his eventual death death by suicide. And while the film certainly does that, the film is ultimately about Hemingway's contradictions, how he presented himself as the ultimate man's man while also being incredibly vulnerable and softer given the opportunity, or how he distorted truth from the battlefield in his novels for the sake of narrative function. It's a movie about the constructed Im- image of Hemingway himself that he created. And McAfee could be something very similar. Instead, it feels like a collection of crazy antics just for the sake of saying, this guy was out there, right? There's a handful of comments about how his wealth allowed this to happen, but honestly, it's just a backseat to the tabloid journalism approach. Ultimately, if you want to learn about John McAfee, there are much better sources and films than this one. Skip it. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.